Hello, I'm Charles Coves, Australasia's passion provocateur. Welcome to this week's episode of the Charles Coves Show. In this week's episode, I urge you to adopt the principle that you can't have above average results with average behaviours. Abandon the idea that you can be extraordinary whilst being ordinary. I invite you to consider what average results really are in the areas of mind, body and spirit and whether or not that's where you want to stay. Are you happy being average? What would your life be like if you decided to behave in above average ways? What would you need to change to be above average in your behaviours? This episode is aimed to inspire you to clarify your principles and to help remove any of your frustrations with the results that you are generating. Stick around. I'm sure you'll find it helpful. Our format for the show is to explore the big idea for the day, to give you six resources to help you implement action from the idea, to give you six resources to help you implement today's big idea in your life, a review of what's happened over the past week, key issues, and then lastly, the foundational principles for the show and a bit of background about me is now at the end of the show where regular viewers and listeners have already heard it or seen it, so they don't need to see it again. So let's get into the big idea. The big idea is that if you want an above average life, you cannot behave in average ways. If you try to make that work, you will be endlessly frustrated. You won't feel good about your life. It's a simple principle. You want above average? Behave above average. So there are two questions. What are average results, let alone below average? And secondly, do you really want above average? Are you passionate about being above average? Many people think they're above average, but of course, you know, the, the fact is that the vast majority of people are at the average level. So I want to analyse average behaviours in the three areas of mind, body and spirit. They are the three key elements of us as human beings. What are average results in the mental space? Well, that means you have average skills, you earn average income. What is an average income in Australia, in America? It's survival money. You can't make much progress on average income. Average skills earn average income. In the legal profession where I worked for 20 years, it's remarkable how the average income is not very high. In the medical profession, the average income is not very high. At the mental level, again, at the average level, there are average experiences. The holidays that you have, the life experiences that you have. At a physical level, at the body level, the average person is overweight. 
The average person is not very healthy. The average person does not have a lot of energy. The average person has an average home and has an average set of toys at a spiritual level. The average marriage is pretty unsuccessful. I've done a bit, a fair bit of surveying about this. And in, in, and in Western countries, you know, the divorce rate is about 45%. So out of 100 marriages, 45 end in divorce. That leaves 55. And of those 55, I speak to people and say, hey, how many marriages are really great relationships like Julie's and mine? And the answer that I get is, you know, maybe half of the 55 so then that gives you 27 and a half out of 100 marriages that we started with. That's pretty low. So average marriages are, you know, not great places to be in. At a spiritual level, you have average relationships. Well, what are the, what are the relationships like of many people? Average number of relationships of deep connections with people. The average person doesn't make much of a contribution to their community. The average person doesn't have much passion because passion comes from your spirit, from your soul, from your heart. So at a mind, body, spirit level, you start to think about, yes, that's what average is. So where am I in that scale? That's what those results are like. And today, you know, today's show is inspired by watching some documentaries on Creedence Clearwater Revival, The Rolling Stones and Shania Twain. These documentaries show how hard these musicians worked to make it, to become global names. They didn't just happen. They worked hard because they wanted to be above average. They wanted to make an impact. They wanted to be famous. I'm just blown away by how hard they were willing to work, the the, the embarrassing situations they had to face in their life, the, the rejection they had to face in their lives. So do you want to be above average? That's the big question. Why do you want to be above average? What inspires you to be above average? What would you be doing if you were generating above average income, significantly big income, if you were a global celebrity? What would you want to be doing with the resources that you would have because you're above average? Then the third question is, what does above average behavior look like? If you make this decision, yes, I, I want to get out of this rut that I'm in. I want to be above average because I want to make an impact on the planet. Then how do you behave in above average ways? Well, I've already said hard work. It is about your effort that you put in on a moment-by-moment -moment basis. It's about the time that you put into that work. It is about your discipline. It is about identifying which are the crucial disciplines to be above average in the field about which you're passionate. It's about the desire to improve. It's about the desire to learn. It's about the desire to identify every slight nuance like a golfer, Tiny little changes can make a massive impact. And the better you get, the harder it is to get that spot of improvement. One of the things that you would do is to get a coach, get an executive coach, get people with insights into the areas about which you know you need to improve in. Now, if you don't decide, if you don't choose 
to be above average, then my recommendation is to accept being average. Stop trying to generate above average results. If you say, now I'm happy with my life, that's wonderful. That's that's my outcome in this show, to inspire you, to educate you, to motivate you, to understand who you are, the self-awareness journey, so you go, no, I'm happy with my life in the way that I'm living it. So you accept it. So you stop being frustrated that you are not above average. No whinging, no complaining, no frustrations. You go, I'm happy. I'm willing to keep doing what I'm doing consciously. So some resources. And obviously, in this show, I'm hoping to inspire you to say, no, above being playing an average game is not for me. So today, I don't have a book for you. I urge you to find documentaries on Netflix or whatever platform you watch or YouTube. Documentaries on people whom you admire, who have achieved extraordinary outcomes by being above average watch those and be inspired and two that that i watched just this week was on credence clearwater revival and shania twain both wonderful stories and demonstrate the work that's needed my spiritual tip for you is to meditate on that question do you want to stay at an average or do you want to be above average It's a difficult question. My health tip for you is to take time out each week being away from your phone. The phone is such a disruptor in your ability to be in touch with who you are. My quote this week is from former US President Woodrow Wilson. I have this quote on my wall and it will help you think about whether or not you want to stay average or something else. The quote is as follows. You are not here merely to make a living. You are here in order to enable the world to live more amply, with greater vision, with a finer spirit of hope and achievement. You are here to enrich the world, and you impoverish yourself if you forget the errand. I think it's a wonderful, wonderful quote. You are here to enrich the world. There's a thought for you to think about. And then for our spot of humour, I was thinking of Moskowitz. Moskowitz, Jewish mate of mine, who wanted to impress his ageing mother with, with an above-average present. So he came across a very accomplished parrot and decided it was just the thing. He had it delivered to his mother. Some weeks later, he visited his mother. Tell me, mother, did you receive the bird I sent to you? Yes, indeed, my son. You are so very thoughtful. Were you pleased? Absolutely. It seemed to me he would be small and stringy, but he made wonderful soup. Moscovitz leapt up from his seat. You ate it, but that bird could speak seven languages. His mother, equally startled, said, but in that case, when he saw me pulling out the pot, why didn't he say something? (laughs) 
I love it. <laughs> an above average bird went to his death. So there you are. Sometimes not good to be an above average bird. So I hope today's big idea inspires you to be really clear on your decisions while you're drinking coffee, which I'm doing right now. This show is to help you get really clear and self-aware about how to make your life what you want it to be and to give you the resources to do so. I invite you to subscribe to this YouTube channel or the Rumble channel or the podcast. Please, if you like it, share it with your family, friends and work colleagues. Discover more about the self-awareness and passion quest at charlescovest.com and covest.com for public and corporate programs. My books, Passionate People Produce and Passionate Performance, are available at both of those websites. Now, let's do a quick review of key happenings during the week. My weekly TNT radio program interviewee yesterday was Professor Robin Cosford. If you haven't heard it, you can catch it at the episodes part of tntradio.live. The wonderful thing about these programs on TNT Radio is that all programs are recorded. Robert Cosford spoke wonderfully about health. Last week's show was about the Anzacs. Well, I can report to you that Anzac Day that was celebrated on the 25th of April in Australia was salutary in its reminding people about the sacrifice of those who have fought in the military of those who gave their lives in the First World War, but then all subsequent World Wars and uh, World Wars One and Two, but also all wars that Australia has been engaged in. And the message was they fought for freedom. I urge you to remember that. that that's, why, that's why we honour them. They gave their lives, they disrupted their lives to preserve freedoms. Are you willing to do that? The speeches were all about that. So learn those lessons. Take those lessons on board. Don't be willing to give up your freedoms. The constitution, the proposed constitutional change about the Aboriginal voice, there are more and more issues coming out. I'm delighted to see that the support for the change is reducing. I don't want racism in this country, and I say this whole exercise of the voice, there are hidden agendas, and those hidden agendas are coming out. Um, Senator Jacinta Price, is. I'm on her side. She says the voice will do nothing for the Aboriginal people. It is a divisive racial issue. I'll keep you posted on it, but do your own thinking, but don't be swayed by the government saying, you're against Aborigines if you don't support the voice. I say BS. I've had reports from people in relation to transplants about hospitals behaving badly, very badly. I've also had lots of reports about the difficulty of getting into hospitals. And so I urge you to understand that there are many health workers who have left the system and hospitals are not what you think they might have been. So there's another reason for taking greater care about your health so that you don't have to go to hospitals. The second is do not allow yourself to go to a hospital without appointing a medical power of attorney. Your spouse does not have the right to tell hospitals what to do. I'm appalled 
with many of the behaviours that are happening in hospitals. Friday the 28th of April was an important day in Australia's energy history because the Liddell power station generate uh, burning coal to generate energy was shut down after 52 years of operation. And the fraud that's being perpetrated around the world that there's a climate emergency is going to lead to ever more heartache unless we wake up in time. As you've heard me say, there's a soil emergency, a chemicalised soil emergency, which impacts on the quality of food you eat. There's a landscape emergency in Australia and other places. There's a waste emergency. There is no climate emergency. Do not be sucked in. And then in the name of climate emergency, the United Nations is then driving local councils to adopt what they call 15-minute cities that are actually 15-minute ghettos. They want to take away your freedom and lock you into an area that is 15 minutes walking distance from your home. I call them ghettos based on the recommendation of Christine Anderson, a member of the European Parliament. Do not fall for this fraud. I'm dealing with people in Ireland. Ireland Irish graziers are being told they have to stop grazing animals because the animals are farting. This fraud must be resisted. There is no climate emergency. They want you to eat insects, not meat. Madness. Fake meat. Madness. So there's a bit of passion in action for you. You give away your freedom, very difficult to get it back. Do your own research on the climate issues. They're so cold in so many places, climate emergency, climate crisis. Be afraid, be very afraid. Again, I call BS. That's why you come to this show. That's why you listen to TNT Radio, because you get the truth, not manipulated news from the mainstream media. And the other elements that are happening during the week, Julie and I are having a good time together, working hard, but also exercising and making the decisions to look after our health, our our spiritual health, our mental health, and our physical health. So if you're new to the show, stick around for the foundational principles of the show and some background about me. Again, thanks for watching or listening. And until our next show, may your week be full of health-giving and mental health-giving passion of learning, of fun, of fulfillment, of a willingness to embrace the challenge and a deeper awareness for yourself of whether you want to live your life in an average way or an above average way. Thanks for being with us. Have a great week. See you next week. Bye. For listeners and viewers who want to know more about my background and what else I do with my life, as well as the foundational principles for this show that's now over 140 episodes, here it is. Since 1993, when I left my legal career, a career that I loved, so this is now 30 years, I have inspired, motivated and provoked people to discover and pursue their passion. I have helped people with the books that I've written, with speeches at conferences, with seminars, with work with companies, 
team building programs, and one-on-one executive coaching. I've done this work in big companies, small companies, in government entities. One of my core principles is that freedom is what makes us truly human. That's why one of the greatest threats of government that leads you to observe the law is the loss of your freedom via being jailed. Incarceration. Without freedom, you and I are not much different to animals. This commitment I have for freedom is carried out by me primarily through five channels of activity. Number one, I fight to preserve your freedom and everyone's freedom to pursue their passion. Number two, inspiring you to be free through excellent health. Number three, helping preserve freedom globally through the expansion of industrial hemp. I'm CEO of a hemp company that manufactures the world's best machinery. Hemp is a miraculous crop that enables every community to thrive independently of government. And in this way, the power of government to take away your freedom is minimised. Of course, as a subset of that, I I fight for freedom to drink coffee. Mm. Number four, I fight for freedom through legal strategies, through being the interface between lawyers and their clients, because clients don't understand lawyers and lawyers don't understand clients. And finally, as chairman of the Australian Institute of Comedy, I fight for freedom of thought and speech by comedians through humour, comedy and laughter, because suppressing the freedom of speech of comedians is the beginning of the end of freedom. The foundational principles for this weekly show are founded on the formula SA plus P equals S. Your self-awareness, SA plus P, your passion equals S, your success. You will be successful when you have high self-awareness and you're pursuing your passion. The best definition of success that I have found over the years is this. Success is the progressive realisation of your worthy ideal. This show is also guided by Socrates' famous principle, the unexamined life is not worth living. You can see I'm wearing my red jacket. I always wear my red jacket in public presentations. Red is the colour of passion. Each week I explore one big idea that can change your life. And it's just one big idea because then there's a chance that you will remember it. If I share too many ideas, it all goes into fluff and you can't remember it and you keep doing what you've always done. I hope to inspire you to make one small change, one just one thing. When I share that big idea, I then share some practical resources. You've heard what those six resources are. A song, the lyrics of a song, a book, a spiritual tip, a health tip, a quote, and, of course, some humour. This show is not politically correct. And I love certain addictions, including coffee and exercise and reading and some unmentionable in polite company addictions. You can you can turn your mind to what you might think that might be. This show definitely subscribes to the view that we have a spiritual life. So if that offends you, don't watch, don't listen. I promise you I don't include anything in this show that I don't believe to be of value, that I don't believe to be useful. I would never accept sponsorship for a product that I didn't believe was of value. 
If you have any questions or suggestions, please email me at charles.coves.com. Again, thanks for listening to this last piece as well. I look forward to having you with me for future shows in the weeks and months to come. Bye.